Peter was therefore kept in prison. A constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. I want to use as a tag on this text for a moment. Somebody ought to take a knee. Somebody ought to take a knee. If we were to poll the church, I believe everyone would say we believe in prayer. If we were to gauge and poll the congregation, I, I, I think everybody's hands would go up if the question was raised, do you believe that prayer changes things? Yeah, I often wonder, do we pray like prayer changes things? You know, oftentimes when we talk about people praying in jail, we want to talk about Paul and Silas in that Macedonian jailhouse. But I start by Peter's jailhouse experience because there's a different kind of prayer moment. Because it shows us that somebody ought to take a knee. Because we're dealing with some real life situations in the times we live in. The Bible says that Herod was running amok. Acts chapter 12 begins with Herod beheading James. The, the torture of the church had started with the leadership. James, the brother John, had been beheaded. And, and now Peter is in jail. Our text picks up with the church praying for Peter. But I find something interesting in the text that while the church is taking a knee, Peter is sleeping. Ordinarily, I'd be alarmed at the fact that when Peter should be praying, because honestly, when you are in a bad place, you, you ought to be praying. I, I realize that going to sleep at times of prayer is not a strange place for Peter. The Bible says that when Jesus was praying during the transfiguration, Peter was sleeping. Peter is no stranger to sleeping when you should be praying. Because when Jesus was praying in the garden of Gethsemane, Peter was sleeping. I find it often that there are people in the church that when we should be praying. Y'all should be praying with me, but I, I believe that when we should be praying, we are sleeping. Can, can, I, can I search the room because we have this disease that happens to us? In the African-American culture, you, you see there's this disease that happens that after you consume some stuff. Yeah, say that, Y'all ready to pray with me now? After you consume some stuff, you get sleep. 
again. Sleepy. Well, 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 what are the times we living in? We're living in a time. Yeah. What we talk about, go get your blessing. After we consume some stuff, we get sleepy. We, we, we're living in a time where we got our political breakthrough. So we went to sleep. We're, we're living in a time where we got all that we wanted and then we went to sleep. But I find that when the church, when the leaders of the church should be praying, uh -huh. we often are just falling yeah. asleep. Here. I had to wrestle for a while with the fact that Peter should have been praying. Uh -huh. But he was asleep. Hmm. But you see, I'm like Peter sometimes. I, I, I should be praying, but I fall asleep. Here, here, here's the tragedy of Peter's situation. He was facing certain death. He knew that the Jews got excited when Herod beheaded James. And he knew that they realized that Peter was a bigger prize, and so they, they, they would relish the fact that Peter was facing a certain death, and so Peter had all but given up hope. And I, and I realized that many times we live in a place where we talk about how good our God is. And we talk about all that our God can do, but when it comes to putting our faith in God, when it comes to putting our trust in God, we limit ourselves. We, yeah. we, we put ourselves down to a place where we do not pray. But we give up hope. Peter has surrendered himself, himself to his faith. But the church took me while Peter was sleeping. The church was praying. And I'm glad today that there are some folk that will pray for me when I don't have sense enough to pray for myself. I, 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 I'm glad that there were some folk who prayed for me. I, I don't know. Maybe you always had yourself together. Maybe you always prayed for yourself. Maybe you knew how to get a prayer through when you were struggling in your own darkness. But I'm so glad that there, there, there are some folk that, that know how to pray for me when I can't pray for myself. But at the same time, I'm wondering who's praying for some folk. Y'all going to pray yet? Are, are y'all praying with me yet? I, I, I see Peter here in this dark place, but while the church is praying and while Peter is sleeping, something begins to happen. I'm not going to be with you long, but the Bible says that while Peter is sleeping and the church is praying and while the church is taking the knee and while Peter is sleeping, an angel shows up in the jailhouse. While Peter's in this dark place, there's an angel that stops by. Then a light comes in the jailhouse. 
Now, can I, I, I really work with y'all because y'all really want God to answer y'all prayers the way y'all pray it and it's all pretty and magnified and all this glorious thing, but I, I want you to know sometimes your answer prayers come with a rude awakening. No, 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 Reverend Cunningham. I don't think they hear me yet because if you've ever really been in a dark place, and I, I want you to understand where Peter was. He was in a dark place. And a light showed up. You ever been woke up from the dark with a light showing up? In your eye, that is a rude awakening. You ever had somebody turn on the lights when you have been in the dark for so long? That is a rude awakening. You ever been in the dark so long that you've been comfortable in the dark and somebody has turned the lights on you? That is a rude awakening. You've ever gotten comfortable in the dark and somebody's prayers have turned the light on you? That is a rude awakening. You ain't hearing me yet. Let me, let, let me help you hear me. Have you gotten comfortable in your sin so long that somebody's prayers turn the lights on you? That is a rude awakening. Have you gotten comfortable in your fornication so long that you are laying up next to that no good Negro without said somebody's prayers turn the lights on, on you? Have you been laying up next to John or Jane? Or both and somebody prayers <laughs> in the midst of your darkness. Have you been wallowing in your sin and while you were in your sin getting comfortable in all the sin you made somebody's prayers? Turn the lights on you. That's a rude awakening. Peter was in a dark and the Bible said that while he was in that dark place, an angel showed up and a light came on. I, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that when I was lost, y'all heard the song Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I don't know about you, but I once was lost. I ain't been saved all my life. I ain't been in the church all my life. I once was lost. I, I got a rude awakening. The light showed up in my life and shot me a little bit. The light showed up in my life and I could not see it a blind in me. I didn't like it at the time, but I declared it was an answer prayer. jailhouse but the church took a knee but the angel didn't just show up and shine a light the angel struck him in the side so, so can I help you out a little bit more not only does it blind you but it hurts you a little bit I, I want to help you out some more answer prayers hurt It doesn't always feel good. I, I know you want to shout a little bit, but sometimes when God answers a prayer, it comes with some pain. Y'all don't believe me. 
Go back and ask Jacob. When Jacob was wrestling with an angel, the Bible said that an angel hit him in the side. And Jacob began to walk with a limp all of his life. And so every time Jacob leaned a little bit, he was reminded of the fact that the angel had hit him. I don't know about you, but every now and then, there's a limp in my side that reminds me of where I was. It reminds me of who I was. It reminds me of where the Lord has brought me from. I am an answer prayer, but it hurts. Yes, God brought me out of some stuff, but it hurt. Yes, God delivered me from some stuff, but it hurt. Yes, God brought me out of the jail cell, but it hurt. He gave me a painful dose of the reality of the state I was in. I had to get hit. So I would leave the mess I was in. Yeah. Understand Peter was asleep. And so the angel hit him so he would wake up. You see too many of us are comfortable sleeping. And so every now and then the angel would hit us. But that comes with some pain. But I'm so glad that it doesn't leave us like that. Because the angel tells him you got to get dressed right now. Can I try to help you again? I'm, I'm, I'm hurrying to my seat, but answer prayers require our response. It ain't just enough for God to just hand it to us. The angel did not carry Peter out of the jail cell, but the angel told him to get dressed. Put on your clothes. Put on your shoes. And he led him out and opened the door. But he could not get delivered until he was willing to walk out of the door. Let, let, let me see if I can bless you today. Some folks need to walk out of the door. Walk through the text with me. The angel took him behind the guards. But the author of Acts makes it clear that they, they, they passed by an iron gate that was not supposed to open under any circumstance. You, you're not really hearing me. It was not supposed to let anybody out or in, but when Peter showed up, the gate just opened. You're not hearing me yet. It just opened. A door that wasn't supposed to let anybody out or let anybody in. When Peter showed up, the door just opened. But there's a problem here. Peter thinks it's just a dream. Y'all yeah. gonna pray with me now? 
Maybe, maybe y'all gonna start praying with me here. Some of us, God is doing some stuff for us. But we can't see the reality of what God is doing. Because we can't imagine God opening a door that's not designed to open. Well, 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 what, 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 what do you mean? I, I know I got some retired police officers in here, Pastor Cunningham, and I, I know the jail is designed. They, they designed it to keep folk in. Y'all gonna pray with me? It is designed to keep folk in, and, and the whole problem is when folk almost get away. When God opens a door, now, now, now can I make it plain for us? There are some things that we are dealing with, we have been dealing with in our lives that are designed to hold us down, designed to keep us confined. But when God opens a door, the Bible says that God opens doors and no man can close it. He closes doors and no man can open it. God says, I will give you the keys to the kingdom, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth. Shall be loose in heaven, but you have the key. If you have the key, why not unlock the door? But here when Peter comes to himself, the Bible says he goes to where the folk are praying. The Bible says he's knocking at the door. Now, now here's the problem with some of us that I hope to correct on today. He goes and he knocks at the door and a young girl comes and she sees Peter. She knows that God has answered their prayer. She knows that the church had been praying all night long. Uh -huh. Let the Lord would deliver Peter. Uh -huh. But young Rhoda got excited. And she started shouting, thank you, Lord. Uh -huh. She started shouting, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. She started shouting, God is good. And she ran back to the church. Yeah. Start telling for God has made a way. And they start telling her, you're crazy. They start telling her, you lost your mind. They start telling her that God couldn't do it. That we were just going through the motions. We were just praying because that's what we've been told we were supposed to do. And I stopped by because I believe the church prayed because we've been told we're supposed to pray. Yeah. They told her that it must be an image of what God can do. It looks like God answered our prayer, but it can't be that God answered our prayer. I want you to know that there's some folk around you that might want to convince you that God didn't do what God said that God would do. But if you take some time to look at God's track record, I'll stop by to tell you God answers prayer. I stop by to tell you that if you take a knee, if you believe in prayer, if you believe that
that if you call on the name of the Lord, if you believe that if you call on his name, that he will give you what you ask for. If you believe that if you call on his name, that he will do it because you call on his name. If you believe in the power of prayer, you ought to go and take another look. Because I declare God answers prayer. And you want to know how I know God answers prayer. You want to look at me, I am. And answer My grandmama prayed for me. I didn't know that she was praying. But my grandmama prayed for me. And her prayers, I lived her when they died, when she died, and they put her body in the ground, her prayers were still on me. And years later, I'm standing here, knocking at your door, because I'm an answered prayer. Peter says to them, it was a law. It was a law. Who delivered me? I don't know about you, but I know the only reason I'm here is because I am an answered prayer. When I wasn't fit to live and I was too scared to die, Hold up in my darkness. It's because somebody else prayed for me. When I was in my darkness, God showed a light bound up by sin and death. God calls me to see his light. God struck me then God calls me to get up and to get out of that jail cell. Then he capped it out by opening the door that wasn't designed to be opened. When he died on Calvary's cross, you don't hear what I'm saying? I wasn't supposed to be here. But he prayed. And he opened the door for me. It's not because I'm so good. But you ought to go and tell somebody that God answers prayer. want to know how I know God answers prayer because I am an answered prayer if you're here I want you to look at your life I want you to find the intersection where you were the answered prayer 
because somebody prayed for you. You all have heard the song, Somebody Prayed for Me. Had me on their mind. Took the time and prayed for me. I want you to look over your life and find that intersection where the prayers of someone else met your life and delivered you. Then I want you to take the time pray for somebody else. Pray for somebody who doesn't have the strength, doesn't have the willpower, doesn't have the ability to pray for themselves. Because the only reason any of us are here today is because somebody else prayed for us. 